Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely 5D mystics, functional adults, enlightenment soul age group potential. But for sure, the lovely 5D community, those of you who are ready to get your three-year-old self in a whole heart. And on that note, before we begin, if you're a person who believes in devils or demons, you want to go to 4D readers and channelers because they're the ones who believe in that plane as if it's a real plane. We know of the plane as it is in the mind's eye. And so it does not burden us to basically see anything or everything because we also know that REM seeping through in our waking state creates the ability to dissociate in the way that we do and channel. That's when, you know, any one of us with clairs in 5D mystic land can tell you it's amazing to channel. But the demons and devil, that's a different story for 5D mystic because no dehumanization happens when we are in our state of being able to perceive people person in a quote-unquote lower vibration is a person who has unresolved trauma they have heartbreak their three-year-old has heartbreak and that's their implicit memory and they have also potential attachment wounds so the fact that they did not get an environment that allowed their brain to develop in the way of having the stimuli, uh, we're ready to be those Zen masters as are all functional adults, by the way, all human beings who are unconditionally loving and compassionate. So the three-year-olds who have a whole heart, that's why humans were not broken. And a 5D person knows that. They also use left and right mode. So that's why they know this too. And they don't do supernatural. We do physics, scientific methodology. We don't do flat earthers and we don't do conspiracies. We do understand how bread crumb trails are made. And so we have Mahasamadhi Samadhi with information and we bring spiritual and spirituality to the human elements. We're human babies. Stars are bonuses. So if you believe in entities of any sort, please go to your other channelers. This is not your place. If you instead are a human baby, with the human brain and you're curious about emotional body regulation skills you're curious about relationships minus drama you're curious about your mindset which is everything and so inner growth you're curious about dealing with unknown uncertainty unwanted from within you while going with the flow your flow and we do include again the mystic part but it's not with storytelling it's just that i use words from my lovely mysticism and i use tarot and akashic record readings and Right now, I'm channeling and using tarot. Okay, so on that note, it's 10-12, if I remember correctly when this one's going out. And we just had a lovely 10-10 portal. 10-11 was also an important one. And we have an upcoming solar eclipse with a new moon. So that's going to be a fascinating one. Not to mention Halloween. I'm all ready for that. And on that note, um, 5D are not lost in space those of us who are mystics. We know our oversoul and we know everything about our oversoul. We also don't need somebody to tell us about our twin flame flames or soulmates. And that's why when you hear any human being who's 4D material telling you that uh, don't get into a twin flame relationship, get into a twin flame relationship. You're not meant to be with your twin flame. You're Spiritual awakening is going to happen because you're twin flame. You know that? All these, all these fucking things. Oh my gosh. 
ever since they began this, I was like, what are they talking about? Don't they know that the oversoul is personal and you making up this shit is bullshit because what are you doing? Okay. A 5D person, once again, is a human being who has a whole three-year-old of their own human baby body heart. This means your attachment system is yours. Your social system is yours. You know that yoga is a ventral vagal portfolio, nervous system exercises, and mindfulness works your prefrontal cortex. You know how to use your functional adult tone if you want. You know how to work your charge states. You know about being a human. You know about people who have unresolved trauma projecting their unresolved trauma because they have low self-esteem. So they're codependent types. They will use a lot of different ways to project. That's why they tell you humans are broken. That's why they tell you you're special. The people who need a silverback, they're projecting the insecure attachment system. I need somebody out there to tell me what's going on with life because handling the unknown in my right side of the brain mode is very much destabilizing to my body right now. Their three-year-old is not a whole inner child because they have not learned of Patrick Tiahan, childhood trauma survivor and therapist, and other good therapists who tell them about how to learn about themselves so that they may stop projecting their unfinished business upon their married people or just people relationships. That's why relationships, again, minus the drama, is once you're ready to take ownership and accountability of your own emotional body. You need to gain an awareness that if you don't have comfortable with all emotions and you don't like gooey, unconditional love, well then, that's a, a flag, a flag you'll want to notice. And if you want to stay in your fight mode because you think it's good to be in your nervous system's fight mode, go for it. Stay your teenage self. If you want to become your functional adult, then keep tuning in, okay? And you move into 5D because you start to say, I'm going to take ownership of my uh, left and right mode and make sense of my charged states and emotions that come up. And I'm going to work through all the emotions and I'm not going to use the stereotype or the cop-out thing about humans have to suffer. No, because that's the part you don't do that. Okay, 5D knows we're human babies and therefore there's a very straightforward way you balance out your insecurities. You don't get lost when it comes to your oversoul. You don't uh, think of people as karmics, soul contracts, uh, energy vampires, dark auras. Anytime you hear any of these words, a 5D mystic will be like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. You obviously don't know what it means to be one big oversoul. You are contradicting yourself. Plus, the fuck you is because when you are a three-year-old, Purusha Prakriti is unconditional love and purusha, pure consciousness. Prakriti is your pure energy state. When you don't disengage, disengage from your ventral vagal nervous system and you have left and right mode working together and you're a different shit itself, that's why you're going to say fuck you. Because you're going to be like, hey, I'm imperfect, you're imperfect. Leave my family alone. The human being species are, is our family, okay? So the people who talk about humans as broken and needing fixing, they are all codependent types. I have a mission. I found my purpose now that I'm seen. Okay, so I'm going to disengage because they're always all over the place during big changes. They're like self-righteous who don't know anything about Patrick Tiahan and they also buy into a lot of other stuff. And they're very annoying when it comes to their ego because their contradiction is that they talk about love all the time and then they're 
assholes to each other. Who's they? The 4D community. And anybody who has a leader, they're following and not understanding we're one big ball of energy and it's one globe. It's not flat, thank you. Even though, hey, keep going, flat earthers. Okay, so there you go. Now, um, when people are their own gurus, that's why they will know. I have a three-year-old and I have a heart and I'm a person like anybody else. And I don't need to be in a place of thinking that I'm unworthy. I don't need to be with people who define me as unworthy. Actually, fuck every single one of them. Since there's a way to know we're all imperfect humans for any person awakened to their whole mess. Okay, with that being said, we take accountability and ownership of our emotions and thoughts so we don't treat people like shit. That's why secure people, we use love and respect and our ventral vagal no. Okay, now let me move more and more into this lovely channel guidance. And so you don't have a disowned self. You have healed if you had attachment wounds and or heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart, the shame stuff. And when I say healed, what I mean is you're now able to be your own parent at the very least. And slow and steady wins the race. So those of you who are newly your own parent, it means you finally entered the clarity of the way to use your own power of intuitiveness, of emotional, of mental. You're able to finally breathe easy. I know that I'm a person. Use your name. These are my 5D peeps. These are our 5D peeps. Use your human being baby name. And even if you don't like your name, use whatever name you like, but you're a person. Okay, so your power is nothing more than you having your attachment system validated by you. I see myself, your social system, I see myself. I'm not perfect. I will never be perfect. I'm not going to synchronize my emotional system with others of a group. I stand in a conscious awareness of me being able to be a differentiated self. I have thoughts and emotions. I will express them. If I meet those who begin their little adaptive child, I'm going to try to prove I'm not going to do that. It's going to be a waste of my 24 hours. I'm going to enjoy hearing the two-year-old of that person's perspective and then leave and move to those who are securely attached and that I can have fun with and say, you're a shit. No, you're a shit. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. And we hug it out. And that's it. Oversold. Nobody ends anything and nobody has any type of forevers or not forevers and when people are telling you what to do with your story if you let them it's your shit not mine but that obviously means you're not 5d because the minute that anybody is allowing somebody else to tell them how their life's going to go you are a person who's not your own guru you don't know who you are you're not a person you're a person who wants to be told who you are. So that's projecting, give me my worthiness and tell me how to feel it. And you're not saying, wait a minute, I'm the one who can feel healthy self-worth. I'm not superior or inferior. I'm good. I'm flat. I'm imperfect. It's not about special baby powers because I'm a star baby. I'm a person. I have an ego self and that brain. I have an attachment system that wants to be seen that longing I'm fulfilling and becoming my own safe haven, secure base. 
That's why for the solo poly secure person, it's very straightforward. We're our own primary partner because we know exactly how to accept our own three-year-old and be imperfect. And we know what tickles our brain and what we want to do with our 24 hours and how we're going to keep on doing personal development. That's why we don't tango with people who don't know their own home. The person who doesn't have their own three-year-old heart whole. Until we meet securely attached people, we're going to be meeting the fragments of their three-year-old. They get to choose if they want to grow. We're not healing shit. They're healing it if they want to. And that's only if they are aware that they're a person. And they're like, you know what? I'm loving this expansion and therefore they would talk about it. And so that's a very big difference. Uh, a lot of people don't talk about the expansion that they get to do with their oversoul. We're going to create that lovely group. Okay, so on that note, as you are a whole heart and a whole person, you're not lost in space, you don't need direction, and you know that slow and steady wins the race, and you know your own value and others, and that's because you know how to handle above and below and that sometimes bringing forth new is going to be a very very beautiful challenge see here's the thing about a three-year-old that has a whole heart i'm going to tell you a story remember i've shared my regular listeners know this one i was a kid and i read the choo-choo train that could now i'm a four foot nine person so this was the small choo-choo train out of the all the big lots so i could identify with that we're always going to relate to story that makes us feel relatable. That's the normal part of any person. So if you are a person who's objective, you're going to know this about yourself and about every person. So me, Maria, I'm a four foot nine female. I like she, and I definitely am in the space of good with my gender and all that stuff. So I'm comfortable in my own skin. And as a small person, this choo-choo train was really cool, this little story, but was even more cool is he saves Christmas. I love Christmas. I love everything that's magical. And I love science. Science is magic that works. I love both of them. But the science stuff is more important than the magic because the science stuff proves in time consistently the same stuff. And here's where when you are a piece of Purusha Prakriti, you also know that life never goes against itself. So you're not afraid. A functional adult is not afraid of our own species. That's where we don't look at human beings with a nervous system that says, I don't feel safe around you. We have a very good compass. And we know that the only time we need our fight flight is if there's a physical threat. So there's only one way that you're going to see me run. And I trust my gut, my body so much that I always, I always know and that's not because people have supported. No, no, there's a lot of people. You shouldn't do that. I'm like, I don't give a shit what you're saying. <laughs> but thank you for caring. However, you can leave me alone. I trust only my gut. In fact, it's the only thing that I actually tune into. I don't tune into anybody else. If my body says no, it's no. My body says yes, it's yes. My body says maybe, mm, then it's probably going to be, you need to wait because I don't know. And it's not because I don't know. It's that something's more to be uncovered here. This is a three-year-old who has a good compass. I'm securely attached. Doesn't mean I know everything. It doesn't mean I think I will always be right. In fact, no, that's the point. No, I don't. But I'm not going to live my life according to another. 
So as I said, though, human babies, with whole hearts, we trust humanity. We don't make assumptions. The functional adult in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, 5D Mystic, is a person who knows how to use being present, their bottom up, and so I'm not making assumptions while I'm interacting with you. My body and my brain are silent, which is why I'm a somatic empath. And here, the part is from Daniel Siegel, as he explains how we can work with each other, because I'm learning always trauma-informed stuff, and in this case, mind, brain, and relationships, and he is an attachment researcher. I mean, he's done with the research part. He's actively the founder of Mindsight Institute, and he still, I think, does sessions with clients, so he's a therapist. And being present is when you don't make assumptions about another human being. And then you attune to them based on how they are interacting with you. And so our nervous systems attune to each other. And then we resonate by laughing together. And here's where instead sometimes misalignment can happen. And this is because three-year-olds that have a broken heart and have shame, they're going to be reactive. Because they're going to be in a whole different space and we're not going to channel that part. But we will know. So their biological rudeness isn't going to be for us something threatened. We're going to keep trusting. So we keep trying to recalibrate so that we can resonate and then continue to expand part. So when people in our oversoul get into their biological rudeness, we are not going to cut them off because of their fragmented sense of self coming up, their adaptive child, and them not knowing how to handle their projection. We're going to speak. And we're going to continue to try to have that consistent, contingent communication and create a, a secure connection. That's because our oversoul is our family and that's the entire human race because we all have a heart. And so we won't be disrespectful. We will be loving and respectful. If we have to, we'll say no. And then that's where ventral vagal also comes in. Okay, so there are moments in your life where you might be brought to say no they are not because of the extremes stories that the 4D community likes to give you. And on that note, if you instead live your relationships with drama, you want to go to 4D channelers and readers. Okay? So a person who takes ownership of their emotions, their thoughts, and their relationships is a functional adult 5D mystic or just functional adult. We don't project our attachment insecurities in, up onto another human being. We're not going to say they're a devil, they're a demon, they're an asshole, they're, they're... No, it's a person. If they're in their biological rudeness, they're in a trauma safety behavior response. They're in attach, cry, collapse, submit, please appease, and fight, flight, fright, freeze from their nervous system. Their unresolved trauma, their whatever, three-year-old and more, is coming up. And their teenager, yeah, is probably leading the show with spitefulness, revenge, and anger. It doesn't matter. It's not a devil. It's not a demon. It's a teenager who's pissy, and the zero-one-year-old is frightened to the death of them in their body. And that's because of emotional neglect and or physical neglect and or both plus malevolent neglect and or systemic neglect and or societal neglect and or furthermore abuse besides neglect. Those two things create childhood trauma and attachment wounds. So it's not a devil. 
when somebody's in their biological rudeness. No, it's a human being who does not even know half of anything about themselves just yet because their body is freaking out and they're not paying attention to the one thing that is theirs. And that's their brain that can say, wait a minute, all this reactiveness, what is it? And be intelligent and wander. No, they don't go compassionate on themselves. No, no. That's why, again, when they're meeting the 5D love people, they're not going to be, let me throw shit in your face. We don't do the shame, blame, fault, revenge. People who have no trauma, neurobiological data studies show eye contact. I'm looking at you. My higher social connection areas are what are lit up. I'm part, I'm present, I'm attuning, I'm resonating, I'm trusting, and I don't care what's coming out of your mouth. I'm going to know if you're an adult speaking to me or an adaptive child, which is why I'm not going to cancel you. I'm going to continue speaking to you because you're not a three-year-old. You're now a grown-up who's being reactive, who needs space, but who can hear words and or who can connect the dots if you're using your brain. And or you can hear after you're done reacting the words because once you calm down, that anger and certainty is gone and you can remember the words and the, you know, so people who calm down, come to their senses, da-da-da-da. Okay, so your relationships are very important to you. Those of you who are finally in the clarity of being your functional adult, you're appreciating the ability to be able and handle yourself in the way that you've always known you wanted to and want to be. Your balance is great. You're doing great. And your ability to differentiate between those who are healthy self-worth people versus those who are not optimal. So you know that you're not superior or inferior. Nobody is. So nobody breadcrumbs you and you don't give too much. Nobody gives too little. No. What's happening is you're learning how to synchronize your emotional system to your self And that is it. And not use the social good behavior bit. So you're learning how to harness your social system now that your attachment system is yours. And that your three-year-old you is your adult you saying, hey, we are our own parent and moving into being just ourselves. Okay? So the feeling is the embodiment of you. Use your name. I'll use mine, Maria. And you are tapped into your infinite higher human consciousness potential and moving into, if you're choosing, that enlightenment soul age because this is where you present yourself to all with the desire to be loving and respectful. Secure attachment people know how to be in the right power because they rise above the fray, but they also trust that compass. And that's because of the infinite possibilities of every life out there without the need of Sadhguru. But thank you, Sadhguru, for reminding people about every life is a possibility when you are a spiritual process, enlightenment. You're a human being. It's a somatic empath. It's an integrated brain and a restorative embodied self. It's the optimized human being 101 version. So when somebody we know in our oversoul has had any type of childhood trauma and they are reactive, we're going to know that it's not because they're an asshole. It's because they have unawareness of their home their unfinished business. So if we're able to present to them anything that will give them food for thought, we will. And if not, it's okay. We don't have to. That's the point. We choose each other for who we are, how we are, which is why there's no soul contracts ending, karmics, third parties, energy vampires. There's none of the one second in, one second out. There's no um, I love with my eyes bullshit. 
and there's no uh, the part about it having to look a certain way, meaning titles or whatnot. As a solo poly secure person, here's where relationship anarchy and non-hierarchical is part of my, as always, even when I was a kid, I didn't have the words, but I spelled it out to my teenage boyfriend this way. Just because we're boyfriend, girlfriend, don't think that I'm going to put my friends to the side. They have just as much value to me as you do, because this is what life is all about. All of us, not just some of us. And I don't care if they put me to the side for a boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm not putting my friends. This is my value. I'm a grown-up now, and the equation is the same. I have 24 hours. I'm not boyfriend-girlfriend. Don't use titles with me. My name's Maria. You have a name. And I am going to be, you know, it's an equation. We all have ways that we grow into using our day-to-day time. And so... Even if you're not a polyamorous person, you still, as a monogamous person who's a securely attached individual, are the safe haven, secure base of yourself. So your attachment system does not long to be seen. When you're home alone, this is why you're in enlightenment soul age. If you don't feel like, oh my gosh, I have nobody, I'm excruciatingly dying inside. The people who are there, this is the part, it's not a good or bad thing it's your mammalian heritage you can learn how to be in a space where you don't long for it not because you're going to disengage from interacting with people no because you know it's your human being attachment system you create the ability to mathematically in this case rationally understand what i'm spelling out to you and that's what's going to get your three-year-old heart to become whole in time If you equate your experience as a human being to being a human baby and you learn about this attachment system, that is very much the part of why you long. When people feel lonely and they long, it's because they want to be seen. The way the psych educators explain it, they say forever. It's not for, nothing's forever, meaning I have shared with you just now the ability to understand a sensation that arises within your own human being body with the explanation of the attachment system, which is also why it explains, they explain why you feel this whole, oh, but I'm all alone, and you then ruminate, that's your temporal junction. If, on the other hand, you move into your prefrontal cortex, and you are therefore in a physiological state of compassion, which is a enlightenment soul age person, functional adult, mystic or not, 5D. You're using your left and right mode. This is where integration of the brain, all hands on deck, my default mode network down regulates. I'm not scanning to see if I'm safe or not outside. I am safe. It's in my body that I'm safe. And this emotion of loneliness is me wanting to connect another. I don't have another to connect. I don't need to be in my window of I'm excruciatingly going to be in pain. If I've been able to explain right now, I want to share life with someone or someone's. I'm not, okay, well, I'm going to go do something that I like doing, safe haven, secure base. I'm going to go read a book today, and I'm going to be happy about it. And tomorrow, I'm going to know that I'm going to go and join a couple of groups and try to meet new people. This is the functional adults using your executive decision makers and knowing, no, you don't have to sit in human suffering. The whole human suffering bit is because people don't know about the attachment system. And it's a practice that you put into practice every day. Okay, so that's why we don't cancel people in our lives. People just add and there's more of them. We don't take time out to be alone. We don't need to. The people with the whole hearts, the people who are now whole hearts, you took some time out.
now that you're finally clear on being a human baby, you are not going to be skipping out on those 24 hours by being in the middle of the mountains somewhere because it's boring to be all by yourself. Now that you've figured out I can stay engaged with all that I'm interested in and I want to be around people. Okay, so on that note, that's one of the biggest differences with 5D mystics. You hear the 4D, oh, you lose people as you ascend and grow and they show you all this stuff. Uh, okay, you're not actually more or less special than anyone and that's you with your attachment system still longing to be seen adaptive child teenager that's why it's drama land with your relationships okay so enough about that and if you're a person who does have childhood trauma and or attachment wounds i would say one there's patrick tihan he's great and he has a course for people that have the childhood trauma bit i don't know if it's still online, I'm assuming it is, but ask me about it if you want. For attachment, Terry Real is really great. He has free content on his YouTube channel. And so we're going to move into the second part of our channeled guidance, which is where grown-ups uh, know how to talk about everything. Because they're, they're whole three-year-old and they know their story. And so they share with each other their story. And they don't have shame about it because that would be a person who's not a functional adult yet. A person who doesn't have the knowingness of their actual worth. Healthy worth. I'm not inferior or superior to anybody else. I'm a person and I'm imperfect and flawed. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You love and hug it out. Okay. So vulnerability means coming at anything from your heart and speaking from a place of sincerity. And when people do that, it's the most beautiful thing ever. Most people, as Julianne and all the therapists point out, they actually resist it because that primary emotion of sadness is one that makes people feel vulnerable. And that's where our ancestors felt very vulnerable with animals because if you were crying that lion's gonna eat you <laughs> so you learn how to basically not you know sit there so there's so many different ways i can share with you all why people don't go to the depths of them but the reality is every person has their own story so the fun is that i'm going to give you the version of a three-year-old who has never given a shit about the emotional plane meaning i, I love emotions they're they're there for a reason and I know emotions because I'm a human. So whenever I have gone through emotions, I've always accepted them and all of them. In fact, the part about becoming aware of not judging emotions as good or bad, I forget how old I was. It might have been when I started the blog, which means I was really older. But then again, our executive decision makers, they finished developing for the biological female body at 25 biological male body at 27 and anyways whenever it was that I I think it was when I had already been writing the inner growth mindset book and I had the blog going on and so I began doing episodes where we started to look at how to use the words in neutrality no that was words that happened before long story short at a certain point I just realized why am I talking about emotions as good or bad they're not good or bad they're emotions that's all so the way that you evaluate your emotions is important because 
If you're going to use words, you want to understand some trigger your actual nervous system to protect you. And that's something that the somatic therapists explain a lot, why it's important to give people a list of words and to let them know that, you know, you want to feel and use the words that allow you to describe sensations. Now, some people, they don't like that. Leave those people alone. They're people who want a silverback. They have their leaders. Learn how to understand the importance your body and your mind, your human being brain, it's an embodied brain, that's it. You're a person. You don't need to explain to dictionary police people what you're doing. You, in fact, don't need to be concerned with them. What you want to notice is, oh, I have a self-doubt feeling going on. Well, three-year-old me, let's get it together. Or social system, my emotional system, it's ours. It's not of those groups. It's not of my peers. I'm going to be good. And that's why this is another putting into practice. This is called emotional regulation skills because you're working, though, with your nervous system, but it's through the inner growth mindset. It's through you evaluating as a human being, something that is an actual part of your experience, but not sitting in, I have to be suffering, I have to be pissy. That's the teenager. The teenager doesn't learn how to be a grown-up. They, I'm going to be spiteful about this. And that's only for the teenagers who are upset. I was never personally in that, I'm going to be spiteful. It was more like, you know what, fine. I'm going to go do it this way. But... Um, Back to what I was trying to get to as well. Learning how to balance your grown-up that's happening. Learning how to also forgive those who don't uh, give you the type of respect. But it's not a forgiveness in the sense of let me point out to you that you're flawed and imperfect. It's more of um, they have their adaptive child bit. They're in their biological rudeness. You're choosing how to handle yourself the way you want to. So that's why securely attached people, we are not going to enter romantic anything with people who don't have a whole heart from their three-year-old self because they will be an insecure. Insecure people will be projecting always an energy that's not fun. They burden people with their shit. Uh, that's what it's going to feel like. For a person, once you're whole, so if you're wholehearted, what you notice is, my gosh, what's wrong with all of you? And it's not because we don't understand the importance of what's happening. It's because we don't feel drama in our body because drama is felt by those who vibe in their fight, flight, fright, freeze, attach, cry, collapse, submit, please, appease. So they're in biological rudeness. They're not using their prefrontal cortex. They're not doing compassion. They're in their temporal junction. So they're relating to something with their own Okay, so that being said, I'm not going to further explain. If you ever have questions about something, quote me somehow, remind me of what I was saying, and I'll do a free episode or a paid subscriber episode. It all depends because we do have FAQs for some of the free content, but we also have paid subscriber content, and that's where the questions are going to go but I'm still clarifying how to organize it. So long story short, I'm just beginning to share all these aspects and options for anyone who's going to seek for that guidance. On that note, back to two days, and we're going to have our lovely solar eclipse, which is going to be fascinating. 
So the butterfly transformation, the ones of you who had childhood trauma and or attachment wounds, it might have been a little bit more painful because getting to take action for a person who has a nervous system that is afraid to connect to human beings, it's going to be a lot of deep searching inside. Um, and that's where if you're smart bear means you will have been using the good resources on YouTube, not the crappy ones. The crappy ones are for those who like a story and they don't know how to use their power because they don't know how to use their eyes or their brains to say, wait a minute, I'm emotional right now and I'm pissy. And I have a group that I'm preferring, which makes me biased. I'm building a, crumb, a breadcrumb trail to prove my point. I'm an adaptive child. Person who's awakened to themselves will know I'm being pissy and I'm trying to prove myself right now. And that's not actually an adult-like or open-minded anything. Let me calm myself and allow myself to see what is mine, what is my karma, what's my unfinished business. And this is the part. What is from my background? What is my subjective experience of life? Okay, so here's everything that is my human stuff. And I'm going to use a tangible example. I was a teenager. All of you know the story. My teenage boyfriend cheated on me three times. The fourth time, they're still with this beautiful person. And yes, they're all beautiful, although I keep having other people who talk about them as if they're not beautiful because I share all the stories. I use all the words. People like to keep things and they think it's like, oh, so you've changed. No, uh, in that moment in time, I told the story that way. In this moment in time, I'm telling you this way. Do what you want with these words. Stop harassing me about my timeline you know like the part about expanding consciousness is that we're always expanding so we don't understand why people and actually I do understand this so I'm gonna leave that alone it's people who don't understand themselves they're too busy trying to pinpoint other people's stories so that's their interest they do gossip social stuff whatever okay so back to the teenager the first time that this person cheated on me I found out because they told me, and I forget how it went down, but they, they came out and said, this is what happened. And I said, well, it's okay, you know, it happens. Do we still want to stay together? They said, yes. I said, yes. I said, oh, by the way, don't think that I'm going to like check in on you or do any of the shit that our friends are doing because that's not going to happen. You told me it happened. We're good. We're good. The second time, that was a different story. I don't remember how they told me i ended up finding out though that they actually did it in front of all of my friends so we had a group all of my friends saw this and none of my friends came to tell me and i was like huh i mean from that from the teenage boyfriend i expected it meaning they did it once <laughs> you can do it twice of course this is, this is common knowledge but my friends not telling me that was the newbie right and i'm 16 or 17 and so I went to my close friends not all the people because you know we have closer ones the ones that you think can tell you the truth and I went and asked them why they didn't tell me the truth because already at my teenage years I'm an unconditionally loving person as I shared the polyamory is the embodiment of how I've always felt love to be which is why my teenage boyfriend again you're not more special than my friends you're just a person that we've decided to build a life together that's it so don't expect special treatment and 
this is one of the areas that I knew was different culturally speaking because this person is Italian and the Italians, especially from the South, have this idea that jealousy means you love me. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not a jealous person. You're not my property. Don't you dare treat me like your property. And yeah, and I thought of it as American. Then I realized, no, no, there's a lot of Americans that are jealous. So there you go. There's that. But let's uh, stick to the story. I had informed them I'm not a jealous person. I will never be a jealous person. I actually completely disagree with it. It's an insecurity. I'm not insecure. I don't need to be insecure. You're either going to stick around or you're not. And I'm not going to be uh, holding you by a chain because that's not how a relationship works. The relationship is you're free to be you. I'm free to be me. And actually, we're in good company. That's it. It's always fun. No, no lows. Never, ever, ever. Meaning we don't have this way of, oh, you hurt my heart and now I hate you and I can't trust people anymore. No, none of that. That's all. That's what. No drama. What are, we, what, what are they doing? What is this? So as a teenager, I'm already like, what the fuck are you all doing with your little whining? Today I'm an adult. I know about attachment wounds and all that other stuff. So there you go. It's a little bit more serious as an adult because I learned things that I can explain to people, which by the way, the ones who want to stick to drama, they don't want to hear it. Just FYI. So Storyland, I asked all my close friends why they didn't tell me. And also with the knowingness, I'm an unconsciously loving person, but I am a person who is quite sturdy about my value system. So that's true, which is where I'm not, wa- I'm not I've never been wavering. As a teenager, it was all over my face because the whole don't, don't, um, we're all in black and white thinking as teenagers, FYI, because we're square. So definitely square it was. I learned how not to say never by the time I was 18. And that's for specific. That one I remembered, which is the one moment I remember, okay, never say never. And adults had told me about that one. So I was like, okay, kudos to you adults. You were right. I was wrong. And now I've learned. Um, The friends all had a reason and their reasons were valid. They all believed I wouldn't believe them and then I would not want to be friends with them. And they all had the reason of this because of their own experiences with boyfriends and girlfriends. So they had subjective experiences that justified their conscious choices. Other people like to talk about each other as, oh, no, they're envious. Oh, they're jealous. And this part was part of the equation. This was pretty boy. And this boyfriend of mine was very popular in our town. So the pretty boy, all the girls wanted him. I got him. I didn't give a shit about the whole envy, jealousy stuff. It's normal. I'm like, well, uh, I don't know what to tell you. He chose me. There you go. No, I mean, that's not something that even crossed my mind in this way because the whole point is people have a relationship because they have things that they like to share together, not because of a competition. So I have things he likes. He has things I like. We're a couple. We choose to stay together because we enjoy each other. We're happy together. That's the reason for couples. It's not a competition. So in this whole town thing, I didn't care about people who were envy or jealous. And turns out by the third time, it was my best friend. And this was funny and hilarious. But the equation was, okay, him at this point, it's something that is a routine. There's stuff missing from our relationship. It explains things to me, and we're kids to me, Maria, because that's what we were, kids. We're still growing. We're exploring, and there are things missing from the relationship. 
but my best friend, why would you not tell me the truth and throw somebody under the bus? And they have an answer, the same. I was afraid. You wouldn't want to talk to me ever again. It's like, what the fuck? You're afraid and you threw somebody under the bus? What is this? Are you kidding me? This is bullshit. It's, and I didn't say it that way. I understood them. What do you do when somebody explains you something? You understand them. By the fourth time, he doesn't admit it. My friend who became friends with me doesn't admit it. I tell them both to their face, basically, to him to his face, to her with our diary that we would exchange. Long story short, I don't look to my teenage years as if this is horrible business. No, people outside of me judge the whole situation based on their social synchronization. That's because they're in a different soul age group. And they have the idea that societal labels rule versus the subjective experience of people. And I'm speaking of the boyfriend, all the girls, all the friends, every person is an individual in and of themselves. And they had choice points and they made their choice points. And here's where 5D, as I said, no supernatural. As a kid, I knew one thing. And then as I moved through mystic land, I knew another thing. And it's always going to be the same. And I'm going to give it the enlightenment soul age group way. <clears throat> when you're aligned with your own Purusha Prakriti, your own whole three-year-old self, your heart body, your value body, your physical body, your energy body, emotional body, and your mental body, that's when you can be securely attached inside of you and maintain alignment. And that will mean that your words, as well as your actions, and everything that you seek to bring forth will be in alignment. And you're a happy camper, ecstasy in your body. And you're actively in the flow from your brain, your embodied brain. And this is where heaven in your body is a restorative embodied self. Integration of the brain is the optimized version of your human being brain. And you will not be in the illusion areas of monkey mindset, dull mindset, the butterfly mindset, the one focused mindset, or the illumined in oneself mindset. So the lighthouses that seem to think the 4D, they're all over the spiritual warfare shit. Or the conspiracy people, again, they're all over it for other reasons. The same way when people are talking about the wrath of God. They're in it because they heard of it. Okay, so 5D is beyond all that. And I'm going to move forward with neuroscience. Shows through studying brains of people that were deities, shamans, da, da, da. This was one of the interviews on well or big things. What happens in our physical brain when we have achieved a space of this wholeness that I just mentioned, selflessness, timelessness, effortlessness, richness. My name is Maria. I'm a mystic, yes, but I'm a human 101. That's all I am. And this shared sphere of consciousness is an energy area that the physicists and neuroscientists, the scientific methodology people study. And I've learned enough about trauma memory to understand how a person's brain will work if they are in their functional adult, as Terry Real points out, people marry their unfinished business, but they're not all of people. Securely attached people don't do unfinished business. We don't have trauma. So when I have eye contact with you, I'm present because I'm not looking at you with fear because you don't mean I'm going to not love myself. I've chosen to be my three-year-old self since I was a kid. 
And this is what it means to not be disconnected from the purusha prakriti alignment. And it has nothing to do with having to do yoga. Yoga is a portfolio ventral vagal vagus nervous system exercises. Thank you, Stephen Porges. Yoga helps to keep your brain distracted. Thank you, Bezel van der Kolk, so that you can become familiar with your body and know it's safe to be in your human being body and to sit with your sensations. Maybe mindfulness works your prefrontal cortex, your wise adult self. Thank you, Terry Reald, where you can think about things. You know what a safety behavior trauma person's brain, how it is? Shrunken hippocampus, shrunken prefrontal cortex, enlarged amygdala. Let's go get neuroscience lady over here prefrontal, the frontal lobe squished down, that neuroplasticity is going to be working on your amygdala. Amygdala overrides your prefrontal cortex, your frontal lobes. It's all explainable. If people only cared about being a human baby versus being the star babies first, but to care means you need to be curious about why would I in a million years live a life that makes my body not happy? Why would I in a million years treat my body like shit? Why would I in a million years become compulsive? That is what a person would need to be intelligent and wander about themselves versus being the dead sure idiot that is following the shame cycle, which is a sad story. Inner critic, outer critic, denying drugs, alcohol, sex, food, whatever becomes compulsive, living in your fantasy land and withdrawing and doing it again and again and again and thinking, oh, I'm in the mountains doing yoga. And that's the highlight of enlightenment. No, 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 no. Your mammalian heritage is to be love. That's our nature as human beings because that's your ventral vagal nervous system state. Now, Stephen Porges is still proving his theory. So there's all these other people. Although it's not true, it's not. Then let's leave that one to the side. And let me close out with, it's lovely to be here in 2023. I was wondering what 5D would look like because 4D is all over Storyland. And I just kept saying, you're saying the same words over and over and over again. You're, you're continuing to crap on so many things makes no sense and then finally i came across the trauma somatic sensory motor and all of those lovely scientific methodology educational people and the neuroscience and i'm like okay you're all over there thank goodness and when i hear my smart friends telling me don't worry there's not as many conspiracy people i'm like okay that's good but what i do know on the other hand is there's a lot of people that don't do emotional body regulation skills they don't know how to live their relationships minus the drama so let us share the 5D mystic functional adult. Let us share our uncontrolled love for ourselves and each other. True love is always unconditional. But you need your own three-year-old to be there first. So when you can love who you are and know of your worth and know that if it's hard to take action, there's reasons for it and be curious about it, there you go. You will have learned at this point in your journey, those of you who are tuning in, something very important. And you are here. You are here knowing that all people are not their greatest mistakes. All people deserve a chance and all people deserve to have those lovely conversations so that they can all grow up. We can all grow up together. We can make the world a better place for you and for me and the entire human race because there is not this demon and devil. That there are people that will not take to heart the trauma stuff. Yes, we already see them. I see them. I see the ones who are in the lower vibration they're traumatized people but let's leave that one step at a time meaning there's plenty of mental health professionals that are doing what they can as long as we also come together and remind each other nobody's perfect then we will get to actually have important conversations social political economical 
the religious, with respect to each other, but also with knowing not everybody's going to move into being able to accept the different world we are in. It's different on so many levels. Even the solo poly or polyamory in and of itself is a area of debate for people. So it's a long, no, it's not a long journey necessarily, actually. When I look at it, it's a normal journey. I'm a political science major. I learned some things. I don't remember all of it, but I remember when I got to learn about the Renaissance, the Enlightenment, Illumin, whatever those, all those eras, it's like, okay, we're in the expanding consciousness era. So people are, in fact, they're not going to look at it from the, oh, here's 5D. Those of us who are mystics might use 5D and maybe... You know, we won't forever and ever. And then again, it will remain probably in storyland. But what's more important is that we can come together as mystics and functional adults and allow ourselves to know that every person deserves a chance at love because that's our nature. And if they don't know how to, by being treated with love, unconditional, they will see, they will know, they will learn. We all have the attachment system and it will have known at least one moment of secure attachment. The restorative embodied self, it knows of itself too. So your body always tries to get you home and your mind too. The people who resist it at a certain point, they find some form of solace. It's not going to look good to us, but it will look normal to them and that's why the movies and entertainment and all that other stuff so we're going to leave it at that meantime you be as kind as can be remember and compassionate you don't need to be friends with everybody but you do want to remember that there is not a demon or devil when somebody gets into their biological rudeness there's more to the story and the story is theirs and they obviously don't know about their unfinished business if they did hurt people who hurt people would learn to go to people like Patrick Tiahan, childhood trauma survivor and therapist, and learn about not projecting their unresolved trauma on other people and how to actually work with their inner child for real. And that will help them feel a lot better eventually because uh, that inner child is wanting their adult person, the prefrontal cortex, to be engaged. Because the brain actually is an organ again, and it's anticipatory. And when it goes rigid, it doesn't really like to be rigid. <laughs> and I'm sure people don't like to be it either, but they just, you know, again, be yourself always. And then remember that others do the best to be their self. They just might not know their adult self yet. They can only learn about the emotional adult that is in them by being treated with the Zen master, the compassion a somatic empath, a person who says, with respect, thank you, no thank you, bye, not bye, you know what, it's all good, that's it, that's all, doesn't mean they're going to do anything with it, but you did the relational integral thing, relational integrity, that's what functional adults bring to our relationships, and then when we tango, well, <laughs> tangoing is amazing, so whole three-year-old hearts as adults, and that's what we're going to get to experience as we move forward, thanks to there being trauma experts and attachment experts sharing information with people. And the people who want to build their relationships, they're learning about this stuff because they actually don't want to live in a suffering body. And they don't do the silverback stuff. They don't do the group mentality. They're like, I'm going to get into my relationship. I want to tango today. <laughs> and I want to tango, first of all, inside of my body and then with others. <laughs> okay, so... 
I look forward to being back with you. If you have any questions, again, let me know. Have a great day.